Alright, welcome to episode 45 of Tell Me Where to Turn. Uh, Point Break Dave actually leads it off with all the trepidation of Grego here. Um, we Can are you just try to sound a little more natural? That's all I want. <laughs> it's what Glenn wants too. We are at Tommy's Studios today in this nice evening weather we have. It is pretty nice out here. I'm enjoying a fantastic Ranger game. Pitcher's Duel. Nothing... More accurately mirrors my sex life during high school than the Rangers offense. It's just it's just a field of zeros. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say you get to first base and you get picked off because <laughs> that also just happened. I got hit in the head a lot. Did you hear when they were talking about uh, first kisses today on the camp out? It was pretty funny. Uh, I was at the zoo with my family, so zoo? I did not. Yeah. On a Thursday. Hey, you have to be the richest person I know. He's got some news that he needs to (laughs) share with us. Well, I I took him after my shift there (laughs) in the elephant cage sanctuary. Well, all right, I'll introduce myself. Tommy2 underscore zero on Twitter. Uh, At Glenn3 underscore 11 is where you can always uh, find me. And where I tweet late into the night sometimes. Into the deep night. But usually just dire- directing it at Austin Newbury. <laughs> and the show is at Where to Turn Pod. Correct. And you can find me at Point Break Dave. And uh, I think the last thing I've tweeted has been about the battle of daily fantasy sports. Yeah, which was rather well accepted. Although uh, that bill did not make it to the floor. And we'll be looking at... <laughs> 2019, I believe. That's actually a good thing because that means things just continue the way they are. Yeah. yeah. It's not going to get drafted down. is still, yeah. it still doesn't rolling. Bring, it doesn't bring back FanDuel, which I think is what I know I personally really, really want. But other than that, yeah. So I, let me... Nothing got nothing got made illegal, and that's good enough for me. So if they, if they had okayed these sanctuary cities... Would that have been something we could have got in with that bill? Is there be a sanctuary city where you could just go and play FanDuel? So if what you're saying is the sanctuary city is just sanctuary for everything, not just uh, immigration, <laughs> also daily fantasy sports. That's not a bad idea. I'm thinking maybe even sanctuary cities with sanctuaries where you could have a blizzard. These are the issues that should be debated on the floor. So they put up some kind of geofence around this city, and when you get in there, the FanDuel app just springs to life, and it's yeah. like, hey, if you want to play baseball with just one pitcher, go for it. You, you drive across the Euless County line, and all of a sudden, FanDuel is functional. I'm thinking Crandall is a good good candidate for this. You know, n- Nobody really wants to go there. But now they have a reason. Yeah. And you know, only those that are dedicated to the cause will cross into the Crandall, the Crandall area. city line. So, speaking of being dedicated to the cause, did either of you guys email your representatives to tell them to support Bill 1547? Or no. 14, 1457. I can't I, tell you how many times that pop-up notification showed up on my screen. Neither of you. So you guys are the problem. You're the reason we don't have fantasy sports. Legal. I quoted your tweet and said, <laughs> I, I support this too. Is that not enough? And I put a hashtag with it, I think. I thought that's all you had to do. Well, in that's, how we solved, that's how we solved the French terror attacks is just, yeah. tw- just Facebook post about it and it all took care of itself. So why wouldn't it work for daily fantasy sports? Too? I didn't have any cash or I would have gone to the airport. <laughs> and good well, pay for parking. Brought, brought some, brought some uh, meat lovers pizzas to the airport. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Point Break Dave... 
did email my representative. <laughs> and Point Break Dave didn't stop there. Did you go to the steps of Austin? I may have called my representative. Really? Yes. And Did you get through? I got a minion of my representative, not the actual person that holds okay. the office. Now, who is the representative? Well, I'm not going to say his name. But it is a he. Does it that mean you fear retribution from well, this person? We're gonna we're gonna tiptoe the line of legality here and just say let's let's for as advised by my attorneys say this recording you're about to hear was a friend of mine listened to the call with me and then the recording is that person perfectly mimicking what the call sounded like. Okay. So, are we all on a good side of legal? This wasn't. I'm gonna need to call the Where to Turn Pod General Counsel real fast. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it's cool of your friend to record that, though. Yeah, it's it's nice. Or that do we, we were, to record it to act it out afterwards? If we were able to re- uh, replicate it almost exactly. Okay. So this is a, this is this, a replication is the, of Dave calling uh, a perhaps authority figure about daily fantasy that's, sports. That's a government that's representative. What, that's what we're going with. Okay. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good, how are you? I'm doing well. She sounds kind of hot. Um, I was actually calling uh, to uh, request support for the uh, fantasy sports bill. I believe it's 1457. 1457, okay. She sounds really distracted. Did you ask her what she's wearing? Uh, Dave. Dave. Any last name, Dave? Uh, okay. <laughs> you told me your last name was Cock? <laughs> Perfect. Anything else for you? Um, yeah, I had one last question. I don't know if this is coming up any bills or anything. Do you know, are those uh, pre-workout shakes, are they safe? <laughs> has there been any research done on those? I am not sure. Oh, okay, I didn't know if that was coming up in <laughs> legislation or anything. <laughs> okay. Alright, well, thank you. I'd probably do some research on that. Um, I appreciate it very much. Alright, have a good day. You too. Bye. I can only imagine that she hung up right there and then turned and said, "Some guy, some guy named Dave Cock, just asked me if pre-workout shakes were safe or not." And he's apparently looking for legislation to tell him if they're safe. Yeah, I probably. That's the legislation he wants. Is are they going to be safe? I probably need to do some research on that. Yeah, but Glenn, they're they're researching it, so we'll we'll get an answer in 2019. That maybe that'll get to the floor as well. Wow, and well done. What I like whoever about acted that, that out is you know the office is probably very like Parks and Rec set up. It's just a bunch of you know people taking calls all in the open air, so everyone heard her like pre workout. What is she? <laughs> who is talking to her? <laughs> So, well, and then we know that, you know, a, my call didn't work because days later it didn't make the schedule. So, was it even close? Do we know? Well, what if, what if Point Break Dave called again to ask them why it didn't make the schedule? <laughs> uh, what if? Do we need, like, the Wayne's World? Or just, but obviously, if you... It well, was, I, had, I had another friend yeah. reenact this one. I got you. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Did you get the same hot chick on the phone again? No, this was... Uh, 
the the friend I had that that day was a, a guy. So okay. Hopefully this will be louder. Representative Jones. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I was calling because I guess I just heard that uh, Bill uh, 1457 didn't get scheduled. Is that correct? 1467? 1457. It was the uh, fantasy sports. Uh, well, let me check for you. Okay, I appreciate it. Helpful guy. Yeah. Very nice. So are we assuming these are like interns? One four five seven, correct? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, that's what fifty-seven is. It's a five He's and a stalling. seven. He didn't know. Does not look like it was scheduled on the calendar, correct? Oh man. Do you know? Uh, do you know how if that'll come up? Because I mean, kind of the thing is, you know, I mean, it's fantasy baseball, and baseball is America's pastime, <laughs> so it kind of seems. An American to not not vote on that. <laughs> well, uh, he's uh, laughing. He's dying laughing. That, uh, I would definitely try to help you out. My recommendation for you would be to call the Bills' author. Okay. Uh, if uh, if they might be able to do anything. Uh, That's that a good idea. Uh, yeah. So that'd be Representative Richard Raymond. Richard Raymond. Ah, Dick, yeah. Correct. I mean, is it just, is it a scheduling thing where there's just too much other stuff that they're, they're uh, trying to get voted on, or? I wish I could tell you. We had a whole okay. bunch of bills in our office, too, that didn't get scheduled, so. Yeah, uh, I understand. Yeah. I mean, if it's just a timing thing, um, I mean, maybe, you know, they could cut cut lunch a little bit short one day, get it voted on. <laughs> if you do the if you do the boneless wings at Wingstop, it's fourteen minutes as opposed to twenty one. <laughs> just just throwing out ideas here. You know, uh, I, I wish I could tell you that This guy is a hero. I can't on both, both sides of this phone. Alright, take care. <laughs> Man, I was really hoping you were also gonna ask him about pre workout mixes or supplements. I think I might be on the watch list for pre-workout <laughs> questions. Okay, so this may be the something I've enjoyed more than anything we've done in 45 episodes. So let me ask this. How many representatives are there total? Like hundreds and hundreds, right? Yeah. So we could have Dave calls a representative <laughs> just as long as it's a different one, right? Or I'm sorry, Dave acts out calling a representative. Exactly. Okay, so in this whole act of calling your representative to support a bill to express, you know, whatever. I'm sure they get more phone calls that <clears throat> sound s at least slightly more legitimate. But this whole, this I bet whole, they get a lot that sound a lot less legitimate too. Though. True, but this whole support is just—you're just getting a minion. You're just getting a human that'll answer a phone and saying, "Hey, I really think that you guys should pass 1457." I yeah. mean, do they just tally I, it? The, yeah. The, at yeah. some point, they probably tell the representative, like, man, the phones have been ringing off the hook. Everybody's calling. You think, like, the people that are doing, like, the bathroom bill, they, they probably actually are getting a lot of calls. Dave's probably the only person that actually called about 1457. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't know. It was 1457. Uh, they do, like, the, the first call, you know, they ask my full name and my zip code. So they're they're tracking it somehow. <laughs> Dave Cobb. <Kyle. laughs> <laughs> was your zip code... Seven six nine six nine. It was six nine four twenty. <laughs> uh, what a 
What a great bit. And Dave, I just want to say, anytime you want to do this bit again, I welcome it. Okay. Well, In fact, if you need to call like a rural representative and ask him about pre-workout shakes... I I may uh, I may have to call a few more. I may call the uh, the Bills author because he did suggest that. Oh yeah, Dave Raymond, Rangers broadcaster. That's right. <laughs> he's of course he's he's calling the game right now. So maybe after we get out of this, you give Dave a call. So uh, well despite done, despite my efforts, you've earned yourself a, a place in the podcast <laughs> for at least one more week. Yeah, I was gonna say if we ever if we ever make the mistake of doing a best of show again, Dave, you're uh, you've 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 cinched your spot in there. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed it, boys. It was it was fun. I was hoping that uh, we'd be playing. Ain't no stopping us now. Right now, <laughs> as FanDuel is back on my phone, but uh, alas, that did not that did not occur. But. The only okay. option is to call call more representatives. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose so. Get fourteen fifty seven tattooed on your knuckles or something like that. So, would you guys like a couple of? Uh, I guess we got a couple items that are updates on things we talked about before. Uh, I've got one, and then Dave's got one. But I'll I'll start with mine because I think this is pretty funny. This is gonna this is gonna get back to around to a topic we've talked about before. But I want to ask a. Uh, a leading question first. Have either of you guys ever been to Nebraska Furniture Mart? Negative. I have and had one of the worst experiences of all time. You know, I actually, we may have discussed that on the show. I have been to Nebraska before. <laughs> Is that no? That's a, I'm no. pretending that I'm rolling dice. How much time do you save eating lunch if you get the boneless wings versus the bone? Boneless are 14 minutes. The regular are 21. Really? It's not 21. It's 18 for the regular. Or either that or you're going to a real shady wing The wing shop. stop I go to near my office says 21. How many fifth Sundays do they cook these <laughs> on? Oh, yeah. Let's take a quick time out uh, that. Dave, do you have any... Do you have? Would you like to just uh, have an open letter to the listeners and myself? You you were correct. You were, you, were cor- you were 99% correct. I believe if we re-listen to it, you say there are always four Sundays, which is not necessarily true. Sometimes, or four months with a fifth Sunday. Sometimes there's five months with a fifth Sunday. Yeah, but I was, an, I was enough correct that... Yeah, you were, you were much more correct than I was. Tim, you happy for, Dave, now? For, for Dave's standards, that's not bad. Yeah, so little, back, back to Nebraska Furniture. Okay, right? yeah. So I uh, had the opportunity to go there for the first time uh, a little over a week ago, and I've never really spent a lot of time on that part of town. Well, as I'm driving, and it's actually ironically called, I think, Nebraska Furniture Mart Road. Yes. And it's the road that kind of winds behind the, uh, the they have like a false lake thing in there. Well, they're building this, this kind of monstrosity and I couldn't figure out what it was and we got closer and it's like, it's like a restaurant, but it looks like something you would see in a real touristy area like some beach tourist area it has a big patio and then a kind of a false you know like there's a lake but you know man-made man-made body of water i mean this thing's like a real monstrosity and it said lavo cantina on the front of this thing and it wasn't open yet they were building it it, it said coming soon lavo cantina so it was just it was it was weird enough. The sight of it was weird enough that, they, that it, it kind of registered in my consciousness. And we went to Nebraska, did our business. Well, fast forward a couple of weeks, and uh, it was Friday uh, last Friday. I'm on a, a call for work, and I'm talking to a lady, and 
we were making small talk. You know, we were the only two on the line. We are waiting for a couple of people to join. Asking her about pre-workout drinks. Yeah, you know, just doing the usual standard questions. What are you wearing? Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, Although you are you're standing next to her? No. She was at her uh, place. Like I think she was working from home. I was at working from home oh, okay. on a conference call. Yeah. All right. So I make a small talk. I said, hey, you know, got any big plans this weekend? And she immediately goes, I haven't slept in 48 hours. I said, all right, why not? And she goes, they opened, and she actually used the word, which is shocking enough when somebody drops an F-bomb in uh, business. She goes, they opened this effing restaurant right by my house. And I said, so that's keeping you from sleeping? Kenny Rogers chicken? (laughs) Yeah. So she goes, no, they've opened this thing. Have you heard about it? It's called the Lavo Cantina. And I'm like... Oh my gosh, I have. It's like, that's by Nebraska Furniture Mart. She goes, yeah, well, I live in the neighborhood that's like about three quarters of a mile from there. And it's one of the, it's a nice, you know, uh, HOA neighborhood. Well, Lavo Cantina has outside by the lake a live music venue. Is it Selena themed? How's she doing? I don't. I haven't read back windows of I was gonna say, green trucks lately. I haven't got my current update. I thought she was running for president. I see her stickers on the back of cars all the time. Well, apparently Lavo Cantina live music venue didn't exactly figure out the correct way to build their setup so that this neighborhood, she, she claims that if she's sitting in her daughter's bedroom, that it is almost full volume like you were there the stage of Lavo Cantina, and they play, she said, until 2 a.m. closing time. Who? Oh, there's a cat over here. <laughs> you never seen one before? <laughs> Not one that big. <laughs> and uh, and I, so I said, like, I said, oh, my gosh, that's, that's terrible, you know. And she goes, yeah, the HOA's up in arms. We've called our city council member. They're, they're, um, Does she need any help? <laughs> then that... <laughs> The neighborhood's thinking about going and doing a doing a blocking the entrance to the cantina to keep patrons from going in there. Like people in the the neighborhood association are thinking about doing this. That's a bold move, right? So the whole time I'm thinking, like, well, what is this? Like some kind of you know mariachi music that she said let's do two a.m. Well, then I said, I said, yeah, that must be pretty annoying to hear the mariachi music that late. And she goes, oh no. She goes, this is like a 90s alternative rock dream. She goes, the first night, the actual band, Uncle Cracker, was there playing until 2 o'clock. And then, you sitting down? Watch out for the cat. Friday night? Uh, Can I take some guesses? Take a guess. All right. The first guess, I think, is always Candlebox. (laughs) It's not Candlebox. Just because I worked with... uh, one of my first jobs, there was two guys there having a conversation about Candlebox. One of the guys was convinced the name of the band was Handlebar. And that will always, <laughs> always stick with me. It wasn't name. Fuel. It was it Fuel. It was Fuel. Friday oh, night. Wow. Grand oh, opening She was treated while uh, trying to convince her young daughter to go to sleep. The sounds of Fuel just blasting they through were, her house. They were just playing Sunburn, just front to back and back to front. Yeah, so can you can you imagine a worse hypothetical scenario where you have a beautiful home, she has a pool, but all of a sudden every night you're subjected to a live performance. All of a sudden, full oh. volume by Fuel or Uncle Cracker. All of a sudden, Seven Mary Three just goes into <laughs> cumbersome, like right when you're about to fall asleep. 
Yeah, that would really wow. put a that would really put a crimp in your style. So I haven't got a further update if the HOA was successful. Um, you're, not, you're not positive lit is playing right now. But we are actually uh, we have to run back by Nebraska tomorrow night to uh, complete an order that we made. So yeah, may may uh, just hang out and see if Everclears get the set running. Father of mine. <laughs> Great tune. What is this place called? The Lavo Cantina? Is that what you said? Yeah, I, that's a name that she said. Um, but apparently, if you go to their website, uh, you can find a full list of upcoming concerts. And if I've got that name wrong, then I apologize. But if you, you can also search Cantina Nebraska Furniture Mart, and it'll come up. Maybe I've got the name incorrect. If Lavo's not popping for you. Is this someone you'll, you'll uh, talk to reg- regularly? Oh yeah, this is somebody I'm on a work team with, so okay. I will be getting I will be getting an update. In fact, we had our second call today, but she was not on the call because she's actually out of town on vacation. She but. was asleep. <laughs> is there is it possible she's living inside Nebraska furniture? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's a topic for another show. But I could live in Nebraska furniture mart for six months without being detected. It's guaranteed. Oh, yeah. Those are ridiculously large. Oh yeah, no. I mean, the place store locations. Yeah. So that that being said, I feel like another item that we need to have an update on was from Point Break Dave, and it had to do with the security of one Plano's finest poker room. Yeah, that was that was funny because was it last episode we were talking about that? I believe it was. It was the Adam Petty episode, and we were uh, the first one. We got off on the tangent of what? It's called Lava Cantina. Yeah, I'm I'm looking it up right now. What disguises we would wear to fictionally rob the, uh, or hypothetically rob the poker room. So you did it. I did not do it, but uh, funny enough, the very next day, I get a text from the Plano poker room, and it just says... At the Plano Poker Room, we take our members' safe, safety and security seriously. We've added LED light lighting to the building. We, this is all bullet points. We use nine security cameras. We use an alarm system and monitoring company. We have panic buttons around the room that panic alert... Panic buttons? Panic buttons around the room... That alert local police and or firefighters. So how do they decide what the fan... So if somebody comes in and they're dressed like as a fireman, then they'll call the fire department? I'm not, I'm not sure. And then the final one was, we have added a second security officer, one inside and one outside for our members' added protection. And I didn't get into this with you gentlemen, but definitely the walk to the car was the sketchiest part it's dicey yeah because if you've have you actually driven to where the doors are yeah okay so you're kind of like it's like that pet daycare or whatever place and it's not well lit over there where the door is and there's no one outside so when you come out of there you know late at night all the other build businesses have obviously closed and uh you know yeah, there's lots of between cars and around corners that people could uh, could be waiting. So reading between the lines on that text, the fact that they said we added a security guard outside, that really makes me think somebody got robbed outside. 
I mean, I'm not saying it happened, but it sure reads to me like that's what happened. It seems like most likely it happened, or there was so many people that were concerned about it, they did something preemptively, but I agree. Most likely someone got robbed walking to their car. Let me ask you if you've ever done this. We've spent a lot of time in casinos. Let me ask you if you've ever done this. Have you ever had a real big win and had, you know, maybe more money in your pocket than you would normally be comfortable with, and you're walking to your car and you suddenly realize, you know... I need to walk out here and kind of act like I lost. Like, because, you know, when you have, when you win and you're excited and you got a, you got a pep in your step and you're walking fast. You're be jumping around high five. Yeah. And people. if you ever just kind of like had that thought as you're walking out the door, like, man, I need to just put my head down and kind of walk out here like, golly, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> I, I've definitely done that. I've never, never thought about it that, that much, but there was a time and I don't remember if I was with you or not, but uh, I was in, <clears throat> the restroom at did you meet anybody in there yeah yeah <laughs> just, how was that just a loyal subject of Zamunda no um <laughs> but there was like this super old frail little guy in there talking on the phone like just giddy as could be telling his buddy that he just hit a slot for like seventeen thousand dollars why would you do that yeah and he's like and the, he's like uh, you've Obviously, I can only hear one side. He's like, oh, no, I already got it. I got it in cash. It's in my pocket. You're and I'm kidding like, me. No, I'm dead serious. I'm like looking at this guy to the point of like I almost wanted to keep an eye on him to make sure he got to his car safe because, you know, there's yeah. eight guys in the restroom and it's like, I mean, anyone, there's literally no <laughs> one in this casino that couldn't overpower this guy. <laughs> oh, no. But yeah, it was, I mean, I would, if I hit especially like a slot machine or something where it's obvious you hit big, like people know it, you know, if you, you know, had a good poker session, it's not like bells are going off and you're waiting for someone to get you money. Like you are at a slot. If it was something where there was probably 30 people that That knew. knew, Yeah. And you can ask for an escort. They'll happily do that. Hey, you can ask for an escort at a casino in Vegas. (laughs) Different, different kinds. Tip the bartender. Well, you guys want a lava cantina I update? Could, I could tell by the gleam in your eye that you found the same site that I found. So, so let's, yes. just, let's, just the wallflowers <laughs> let's just I'll run down there. the next couple months, okay? Let's let's not every one. I'm just gonna hit the highlights. Okay. Uh, tonight, you could have checked out the Reverend Horton Heat. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow. Look out for petty theft on Friday, May the 12th. Interesting. Well, I'm going to be by there tomorrow, so maybe I will. Say hi to say hi to Reiner. May 17th, Fuel returns <laughs> back. with Marcy Playground, Marcy Playground and Dishwalla. Do you know the Marcy Playground's most famous song? Sex and Candy. Sex yep. and Candy. Uh, may that is a, that, like, that may be the biggest threesome Dishwalla wasn't the Breakfast at Tiffany's song, were they? No, that no. was Blue October. No, not Blue October. It was Blue something. Deep Blue something? Deep Blue something. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Look at that. Weird how you get there. Uh, May 18th. Dish, Dishwalla was, uh, no, that was Chumbawumba. Sorry. Yeah. yeah May 18th, uh, Metalachi, the world's first and only heavy metal mariachi band. So I've actually heard of these guys, and they're kind of awesome. Uh, Is Gil Mantera's Party Dream playing? Uh, let's see. Uh, May 23rd, get ready. 
Because we've got Everclear oh. with Vertical Horizon. Oh. And you'll hear The Way by Fastball as well that oh, night. No. So wait a minute. Same night, Everclear, Vertical Horizon, and Fastball. Yes. Okay, so we are going. So what night is that? I don't want to go. No, we're going. It's on show meeting. Uh, it's on May the twenty third. Okay, we're there. Can I? Or we uh, can just go to my friend's house, and uh, we wouldn't even have to pay for tickets. I don't want to be in her daughter's bedroom. <laughs> That's how old's her daughter? Yeah. But that that just trio to... there. I mean, what year was it? There was probably oh, if that those Starplex sold out yeah, easily. That was Starplex hundred dollars a ticket. Easily selling out stuff. Yeah, between, you think about 96 and 99. Yeah, if you put Everclear and Vertical Horizon on the same bill, you're selling out anywhere. I could never sit through that. Everclear has always been one of my most hated bands. Well, they only have one song. Like, literally only have one song. They just play it with different lyrics. Yeah, good point. Look into it. Yeah. Uh, let me see if there's any others to remember. stand out here. What's an Everclear song? Daddy uh, gave me a name and he uh, walked away. Yeah. I was getting Everclear and Everlast mixed up. That's not anywhere let's, let's close. Let's put it this way. Uh, Everlast would not be too happy to hear that comparison. Uh, Sister Hazel will be there June 11th. Interested. Uncle Cracker back on June 22nd. Man, so they, they're already recycling the axe. Yeah. Does Uncle Cracker live in Nebraska Furniture Market? <laughs> Uh, and that that kind of that covers it for the next couple of months. I'm going to keep my eye on this place. Well, I still think the way that my friend was acting that they're going to have to drastically modify how their um, business is being run, or they're going to be in danger of getting shut down because there was a lot of very wealthy, unhappy homeowners in on this deal. And if the poor homeowners can get Cowtown Speedway shut down, then anything can happen. Anything can happen. Exactly. So, what were you guys doing? Uh, at 7 a.m. this morning. Sleeping. I was awake. I don't remember exactly what I was doing. Probably, I don't know, probably eating breakfast. I was wearing a suit. A suit. And I was given a speech to Plano notable business leaders. That's not possible because I I wasn't there. (laughs) Let me tell you, this was not a light crowd either. The the superintendent of Plano ISD. Hold on, hold on. What? It was a what? It was not a what crowd? Light. With an L. It was not a light crowd. There was heavyweights there, is what I'm trying to say. Okay. There were several uh, powerful local attorneys, bankers. Doctors. So, so why were you speaking? I I mean that from just like a context standpoint. Well, I mean, obviously, I figured they found me from the podcast. I don't know why else I would be speaking. Are you still the guy who won't wear a suit to an interview? Is that the perspective? I was wearing a suit, but not wearing a tie. And I probably should have been wearing a tie because I was the only one there not wearing a tie. Uh, but yeah. I was also speaking... Uh, and but it did, it did give me it did give me this thought. So I've actually had to do this is actually the third formal talk that I've having to have had to give this week. That's not a typical week for me. But have you guys ever had experience where same same speech? No, uh, three completely different ones. Wow. But have you guys had situations in adulthood? So not not communications class in college, but where you as an adult have had to get up in front of 
a room of people and give a presentation or a talk where where you're carrying the whole weight. It's not a it's not like you're leading a meeting with a discussion. It's like you have to get up there and and basically go ten to noon, Norm Hitchkiss pre Donnie do and just run it run the show yourself. Uh yeah. I mean just working on different like project teams at work. But that wouldn't be like how how long did you have to speak for? I spoke for thirty five minutes. Okay, this uh, kind of borderline in front of, I mean, it was within the company, but it was higher up senior management executives people within the company. People that you don't either interface with every day or people that don't report to you. Yeah. I think that has to be a qualifier. Like people that are actually either above you or peers yeah. to you that you don't know. Yeah, I've done that before. I mean, I have to do it commonly in my current capacity, but that's that's people that report up yeah. to me so it's a little different although as far as like even if it's you're talking like a staff meeting at work you're the only one talking unless you you know yeah. delegate someone to carry no, some other part of it I, I think i think that's part of it because i think we all probably do a little bit of that but i think you you probably ratchet it up a degree i mean this was actually something where they sent out invitations to this breakfast this morning with my name on it that yeah, said pretty like come here to hear tommy 2.0 speak what was the topic again? Uh, it was it was me talking about uh, House Bill fourteen fifty seven. It was me. It was me reading the Lava Cantina lineup for the next two months. No, I was talking about uh, social media. You know, Facebook. Yeah. Just going over step by step how to post videos to Facebook. Yeah. Nice. How to post ween ween pics and get by the uh, algorithms that. How to get your playlist to play automatically on your myspace page yeah. things like that yeah how yeah. to listen to spotify and have it show up in your news feed no idea I, I, yeah, I did a i did kind of a uh, if it really is all these business heavyweights i mean was it solely about making sure you're in dms before you tweet anything out well that would actually have been a useful i did get the uh, i got the business card of the guy that's the general manager of the shops at legacy that's pretty interesting right it's not bad yeah good hmm. guy to know yeah How was the uh, reception from the crowd? It actually went really good. Um, did you start with a joke? I did. I went up there and led with a joke. It's a good. It's a good starter. Just told the joke that Dan told <laughs> this morning on the camp out. <gasps> a rabbi and a priest. No, but I was going to burning school. That I, one. I was going to. I mean, I really did. I felt like this was a pretty interesting topic, but I wanted to ask you guys. So, so first are, of all, are we not going to hear the joke you started with? Oh, the joke. The joke was building on something that the no. guy that introduced. I had a guy introduce me. Yeah, did he introduce you like the the ring announcer introduced Apollo Creed in the first Rocky? Like you had like twelve different nicknames. Did he, did he tell you you were once Joe the policeman on the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama? No, but I wanted I wanted to talk to you guys. I think this is an interesting topic. But I want to talk to you guys about the pro- progression of these things. So when you when you know when you know you have to do this. Well, first of all, do you get do you get nervous when you have to do that? I mean, do you? I think it would depend on who the audience was. I mean, if it's an audience of people that I generally know and they know me, then nah, more nervous leading up to it. But like the day of and when I get up there, fine. Really? But I think if it was, if I was invited to wherever, to go to Euless, you said it earlier, it's on my mind, go to Euless and talk to the tongan society about something about business and pre-workout supplements like i think i would be 
much more intimidated by that than talking to people that even if they don't know me personally, maybe they just know who I am, capacity and all that. They're familiar with me as opposed to just being here's random white guy who's going to talk to us now. Yeah, your situation sounds sounds pretty intimidating. Yeah. And I I'm I'm funny because if I'm doing something at work with people that I know, I'm not nervous at all. I could I get up and do whatever but if i'm having to present to either leaders within our company or people i don't know i get very nervous and it manifests itself in some interesting ways Uh-oh. let's just say that if uh if you made your way back into my bedroom right now you'd find the shirts i've been wearing the last few days have pretty serious pit stains going on i think that's common it's a heavy sweater yeah i get i get real sweaty beforehand um what is interesting though is once I start actually talking, I I don't get I'm fine. Like, but it's that that five minutes when you know you're about to have to go up there, especially when you're getting introduced. Yeah. That every physical symptom you can have at that point manifests itself on me. I'm I'm I can't hold my hand still. I'm sweating. I'm looking for the exits to figure out if I could just run out of there and pull a fire alarm. Do you have any uh? Once you get up there, do you have any presentation methods that you always use? It's funny. It's one of those things where, when I and especially like something like I did today, like I don't like to rehearse, so I don't I don't practice to the point of like. It's a bold move. Well, you could still kind of more or less memorize and familiarize with yeah, the material, I mean, I but not the, run through the speech. I put the slide deck together, the presentation together. But I, you know, there's some people that like get in front of a mirror and run through their lines or, or overly scripted. I don't like to do that. Yeah, because you want to because that it. makes me nervous. Because then that's one more thing you have to really yeah focus on or that you can lose sight of. And I'm pretty good at at going off my feet. But it hasn't always been that way. I'll tell you guys a real funny story. This is this absolutely happened to me about five years ago. And. The only saving grace is that nobody above me in my part of the company was there. I'd probably have been fired on the spot. But they sent me down to present to a bunch of senior leaders for one uh, for part of our company. And these are like uh, people like three or four spots above me on the org chart. And I don't know what, what it was about that day because this is actually a less intimidating scenario because I was going to be sitting at a table had a presentation on the screen. I didn't even have to stand up. Like today, I was standing up at a podium uh, in a big room where I had to walk you know, walk around back and forth, you know, like kind of do the whole presentation I think, thing. I think that gives you some way to kind of burn some of that nervous energy. Energy is moving around a little bit. Yeah, but to me, I think that adds variables that make me more nervous. Like, like this, you're going to trip and fall? Well, yeah, right, or get or just start start shaking and, and get weak in the knees, pass out. I mean, you know, like everything that – like I thought about all these things this morning. Like any of these could happen. But this was – this should have been pretty easy because I'm sitting at a big, you know, big boardroom table. Yeah. And they handed me, a, you know, the little slide clicker in my hand and I'm not at the front at the table. Well, I start to talk and immediately just for whatever reason just get incredibly nervous because – the first slide I go through, the the most important person in the room questions the the uh, statistic I had on there, and I didn't really have a good answer for why. So I start to get that um, where you lose all the spit in your mouth. Oh yes, and and like I couldn't, I, I had complete dry mouth, and I bit my tongue, <laughs> and I bit it so hard that it started to bleed. So I bit like the side of my tongue. Okay, so it's not 
necessarily noticeable to the audience. Just not to you. yet. <laughs> oh um, no! How long before you went to the emergency room? <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to the emergency room for all small <clears throat> bleeds. No, so I I bit the side of my tongue and it started to bleed. All right, I'm panicking, and then like I taste that metallic taste in my mouth of my own blood. So I kind of put my finger on my tongue and I pull my finger back and there's blood there. And I don't have water. I don't have a Kleenex, a napkin, anything. I just got to get the bottle of water when you go into meetings. So I kind of muddle through the next three slides. And now I'm starting to like almost have like a panic attack because I'm bleeding. I'm nervous. This is going horrible. And I don't know what to do. And and I just get up right in the middle of the presentation, like from this table. And everybody looks at me. And I walk all the way around the table, all the way to the door of the room, like to leave the room because there's a Kleenex box there. Grab the Kleenex box, put it on my mouth to stop the bleeding, and then I'm I don't know what to do because I don't want to go back around the whole room to the table. So I stand there by the door at the back of the room and go through the rest of the presentation while holding a Kleenex to my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's about a hundred options and you chose the worst one. Yeah. I feel like whatever you're paid currently is that much too much also <laughs> after that story. <laughs> And boy, did I have shake voice, too. I mean, just terrible shake voice. Man, that's awful. Because it was the it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me at work, without question. Wow. Yeah. Well, I don't have a nightmare scenario to match that at so all. So have you guys ever had a public speaking embarrassment or a, a situation where you've had a bad run-in? My, my worst one was, and not on <laughs> speaking to, you know, community leaders but i've never had a real bad one at work but i had one the final exam of uh speech class in college there's two things one our teacher was like a it wasn't a real professor it was like a grad student or whatever always wore like real low-cut stuff when it was my turn to talk, and it was so distracting. Did you pitch a tent? She was super hot. It was so distracting. <laughs> she knocked the podium. <laughs> no, but I, uh, <clears throat> it was, it was finals week, and it was Thursday, which was the last day, right? So, like, you had to be there for the other people giving the speeches. Yeah. But I drew the last day, the last slot. So I'm like, hey, you know what? It sucks because I can't just get it out of the way. Yeah, but this point gives an F and nobody's that listening. Yeah. That's my point. I'm like, you know what? Everyone's done with all their finals. Like, there's no finals on Friday. Like, everyone's going to be in a good mood. Like, I can have a little fun with this. So, you did all the different types of speeches. The final one was... Um, Missionary? <laughs> no. It was like... I'm trying to think of the word they used. But you're basically trying to convince people to do something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Our persuasion, your persuasive speech. That's what it was. Coercing them. <clears throat> so I'm like, hey, you know what? This is, you know, early 2000s when I'm in college. I'm going to give it on why everyone should watch professional wrestling. Right? Throw in a few jokes. It'll yeah. be a good time. Like I said, I'm the last one to go. The girl that goes directly in front of me. Gives her speech. On why you should watch professional wrestling. <laughs> what are the odds? That actually may be the only thing worse than what actually happened. 
she does hers on why you should sponsor like a child in Africa and has like pictures. Dude, there was like a girl in the class like crying at the end of her speech. And then Point Break Dave gets up there to give his goofy speech about The Rock and yeah, it was so you started out of place. off by asking if they could smell what The Rock was cooking? <laughs> no, but I do remember mentioning that Monday Night Raw at the time was consistently beating Monday Night Football, and the only reaction I got from the crowd was a one of the people that played on our college football team muttering, ain't no way that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like they did a lot of the research. Yeah. I don't was remember. Was that ever true? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't remember what... It was a speech class in college. And I don't remember whether it was it wasn't a persuasive, you know, speech, but whichever whichever one it was. But I didn't take those real seriously. I did fine. I'm glad I was sitting down for that. <laughs> yeah. I did fine when it came to like the grades in the course, but I know I did a speech that was completely about Mr. T, <laughs> and it had a poem that, speaking of just give up, that my senior year in high school, I didn't write it, but a buddy of mine, we had in like our senior year uh, English class, we class we had to like write a, a piece, whether it was a poem, some kind of narrative, you know, what, or what have you, to put in this book that everybody in the class did it. And um, so he wrote a poem about Mr. T. And if I can find it, I'll tweet it out because it's hilarious. That good, huh? And it was, it was awesome. Now, he actually did something for that assignment. He wrote a poem about Mr. T. I took an 8.5 by 11 piece of paper because this wasn't a grade. It was just something to do for the class for memories or whatever. I took an 8.5 by 11 piece of paper and just typed my name in the middle of it. And that's what I, that's what I turned in. It was very... Uh Artistic, like, yeah. Next level, Just highbrow. Took a lot of courage to do something like that. <laughs> so much courage, yeah. So, Dave, I uh, I was hoping you would just tell this story organically, but I'm gonna have to put in a request for another speech story that I know is true about you. Okay. Uh, and I want to ask you to be very sensitive to not be sacrilegious because that would be highly offensive. But can you tell the story about when you were asked to deliver the Lord's Supper with no warning? Oh my goodness, yes. So, uh, I was at a, I mean, it's a small church. Um, when I was dating the woman that I am now currently married to, (laughs) a lot of ways that could have gone. We're just going to go with that. Pretty tame. Pretty tame. Um, no, so I have gone home to visit her family who live in a small town out in West Texas. Small town, West Texas. Small town, West Texas. Set the stage here. In their church. Uh, I mean, it's not big, but I mean, maybe maybe 40 people, maybe 50. And everybody knows everybody. Everybody knows everyone except me. I'm the outlier. Well, you're from the big city. I'm from the big city. And, I mean, obviously her parents are, you know, they're prominent in the church. Well, isn't her dad the pastor? No, they don't don't have a real pastor. Okay. kind of rotate for some around. reason i thought he was the pastor this he day. he he does preach okay but he's let's just put it this way they they're not paying a pastor there's just kind of rotation so i'm sitting there just you know going along and feel a tap on my shoulder this man i have never met before in my life <laughs> says hey at the end of this song you're leading communion and i said what? <laughs> and he had walked off. 
And I kind of looked at uh, my wife, who I was dating at the time, and she looks at me and she's like, well, well, I guess you're doing that. Like, there was no... So they See, ended, that's when I would have been running for the exit or biting my tongue. Yeah. So the song ends, and I'm like, they're messing with me, right? <laughs> so the song ends, and I'm kind of looking around, and there's, like this, there's no one on stage. There's this long pause. So they gave you, like, two minutes warning. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, yeah, it was just, it was dead air, essentially. So finally, I'm like... All right. Well, here goes. I'm not 100 percent sure I would know the right part of the Bible off the top of my head. I mean, I would know the right. I mean, I know the right part of the Bible. I don't know the right specific chapter to turn. Yeah, to. I, I, I got the, I got the verses. I didn't remember like the reference. Like I didn't remember the exact chapter and verse. But yeah, I went up there and did that. Just kind of winged it, huh? Prayed. Yeah. Did the next bit. Prayed. All right, I guess I'll go sit, sit down again. But Glenn, can you imagine if this Sunday you're just sitting in the audience and somebody taps you on the Hold shoulder? On, let's just stop there. You're actually sitting inside the church. Yeah, you're, you're not, not at Grandy's. Yeah. You're not eating a scramble. You don't have a scrambler in front of you. No, but somebody comes over and it's like, Glenn, uh, can you come up and uh, once this song is over, yes, just go ahead deliver and deliver the elements you're, and you're going to do the it. Sacraments, man. I'm afraid I'm not quite as brave as uh, Point Break <laughs> underscore Dave over here. I'd probably be like, you know, I'll probably just take a hard pass on that. I don't think a hard pass was an option. It wasn't an point. option. See, and you're also in the you're 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 dating this young lady. You're not already attached. You gotta kind of look good for the parents yeah, because now you could just be like either no or like when the music stops and you stand up and you just turn around and walk straight outside. <laughs> When you deposit your chicken mode in the offering plate on the way out. <laughs> Which we all do. I think I should use that more, though. Next time, you know, it's kind of like the, uh, I've been in combat, you moron. Next yeah. time someone tells me to dump my blizzard out, I'm like, listen, I've led <laughs> communion, you moron. <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. Well, Glenn, the last thing I've got in the run sheet is an email, so. Yeah, I think we have. Get one of your two phones out and. Take us home. I'll just pick one email. We got a lot, I know, but let's just pick one. Yeah, we only have time. We'll for save one. the other ones for the next episode. Yeah. So, um, one of the guys, which is actually Gustav from Can You Hear Me, emailed us. All Tommy, right. you gonna be okay with this? I don't understand why suddenly I'm painted as the bad guy here. Yeah. Because you alienate our listeners. It says, greetings to the number one faith-based podcast for men in the 30 to 50-year-old demographic. Very, very timely since we were just talking about the Lord's Supper. Your recent episode detailing your trips to see the power team demonstrated how Glenn was pretty much responsible for most of the uncomfortable moments. <laughs> fair. That's, uh, That's not fair. just power team trips. That's every trip we yeah. go on. That is yeah. C Baltimore circa 2016. Yeah. Then when Tommy outed Glenn for using church daycare to quote unquote enjoy a scrambler, I finally understood the parable that is Glenn's life. The Lord loves all of us, whether we are troublemakers making fun of guys blowing up hot water bottles, or if you are degenerate gamblers, or if you are a lover of bad music and bad TV shows, or even if you have a slowly dying leg. <laughs> 
Well, he ca- he hit all the bases there. And he says uh, the last statement or question is, uh, you know what those hot water bottles are really used for, right? I, I don't. don't. I think we're supposed to ask our grandmothers. Are, y- are y'all's grandmothers still around? No. Indeed. Stay hard, grandmothers. Well, neither are mine, so... Well, Thanks a lot, know. Gus, for bringing the room down. I guess that ends episode 45. They, so maybe I'll just do a quick Google search of... Breaking news, all of our grandmothers are dead. I'm going to do a quick Google search. But we did. I did. there was one more thing I wanted to quickly get to before we end the episode. It's actually Dave's idea. But. Well, I want to hear what they're used for because I okay. really don't know. But I'm guessing by the smirk on Glenn's face, it's... So you know? I'm, I, you can just make your own discovery. All right, well, auto-filled in. Oh, it, didn't, it didn't sound bad. I'm going to go to eight uses for a hot water bottle. Because the first one just said it's used to apply warmth to a part of the body. It doesn't say like. I guess when they specify certain parts, that's what it'll think. No, I mean, I think it was just saying like you know, it was like it was. It would be like the same way you would use like an ice pack. It's just yeah, you know. sure, yeah. Just f- flush things right out. Oh, I was afraid you were going. There. Oh, is that? Oh man, is that really true? A rumor. Oh has man, it. this is like the. Oh, this is just a terrible. Uh, a terrible clickbait, turn of events. site that I ended up on. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Uh, ten uses for a hot water bottle. One, bed warmer. Put it in your sheets ten minutes before you go to bed to keep them warm and cozy. Two, this is very generic, water your plants. <laughs> After you're done, <laughs> empty the cold water to, uh, in a flower pot. Okay, uh, reduce energy consumption by using a hot water bottle at night. Your body stays warm. Cure minor ailments. Uh, sounds... Oh, here we go. Cold therapy. Fill up your hot water bottle and put it in the freezer and use it as an ice pack. Then it says aches, cramping, sleeplessness, home decor, and a pocket warmer. It does not say anything disgusting, so tell Gustav he can take his email. Let's stop on home decor. Did you say pocket warmer? (laughs) Well, don't we all need to warm our pockets with a hot water bottle? (laughs) All I feel right. like we were getting set up for something. But, yeah, before we end here, so... Oh, we really got sidetracked there. The, uh, it's happening. The where to turn group text was a little active today. It was. And it, for some reason, we've done 45 episodes, and all of a sudden, Point Break Dave is full of ideas for the first time ever. <laughs> this is the guy who, when we have our pre-show meeting, is like, well, I don't have anything. <laughs> well, he shows up today with edited audio, two different clips, and a ton of ideas, but he... You had one idea that I think is brilliant. And blizzards, by the way. And blizzards. What a guy. But he had a brilliant idea. I really think this is brilliant. We We can involve the listeners in this, too, is that we take suggestions for whatever the next show is to replace Friday Night Lights as a reviewed show. We debate them. We take We take user suggestions. And then at the end, we basically build a topic wheel. And we do a random spin... To figure out what the next show is, but do we need to set any ground rules or criteria? Because I think it has, it can't be, it can't be anything that's like what we would consider like A plus caliber shows that a lot of us have already watched. It can't be Breaking Bad or The Sopranos. Yeah, it can't I, be. It can't be a consensus show that is thought to be. I think it a also needs to be fairly recent, like 
last 10 years, 15 years. So I Love Lucy's out? Is that what you're saying? I'm not watching freaking Perfect Strangers. Yeah. What about Stranger Things? It's a good show. Have we all watched that? It was a pretty good show. Tommy and I have. I think it needs to be something that is available on a major service, so Netflix or Hulu, so we can easily binge it. We don't have to get DVDs. We don't have to go to YouTube or something. And yeah, I would say, yeah, the last 10 or 15 years... Uh, something that uh, something that enough people have seen that they would actually like be interested in the uh, segment. Yeah, it could be something obscure though. It yeah. could be some show that only had like a two or three year run that yeah. someone feels is outstanding, but it was just never yeah. really recognized. No, I think, but I mean, not Arrested Development because we've seen that obviously. Wow, and, we all, we almost have Ranger tie ball game here in the ninth live sports update. All right, let's um, but but no, but I think. I think we get some suggestions. We bring some of our own, and then we, we on the show we just do a random draw, and that's what it's going to be. And feel free to to send any shows, and if it's something we've all already watched, then we'll just not. So it's going to be something wheel, that we all do together, so we can review it together. Or is this going to be something you're going to make me do? I think we need to all I, do it. Yeah. I think most people are tired of hearing you yeah. talk, I mean, specifically. So maybe we should all be involved in this. Besides you, I don't know if anybody else is. But I think, I, here's, here's I'm gonna th- can I throw one out now that to, for consideration? Sure. What about Oz? <laughs> I've never seen it. I've watched a few episodes, but I would be in for Oz. Okay, so I'm going to throw that out as my first suggestion. And, and let's say we'll, we'll tweet about it some... We'll take take some ideas. We'll debate it next week, and then maybe in two weeks we'll we'll spin off and uh, and see if we can come up with something. But I think Oz would be a good example. It's an older HBO show. Yeah. I wish we could do The Wire, but I think Dave and I have already watched it. But I would love to see Glenn watches The Wire too. But it'll I, happen eventually. I want to do it all together. Yeah. Uh, send in suggestions. We'll think of a few. And uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say anything that. Came has come around since the year 2000. No suggestion is a bad suggestion. Exactly. Except for one show about a Texas town where they play football. And yeah. We have a tie game in the bottom of the night. Racially place. stereotyped people. All right. Well, but it does have Emily Jones. If there's any other shows with Emily Jones in it, they shoot directly to the top. Tweet at me. <laughs>